Welcome back to Commission Impossible. Ryan, it has been far too long and I forget how to open these shows. <laughs> it's been way, way too long. Oh. Glad to be back talking to you though. I know, I know. This is episode 30. That's crazy. 30 episodes. And it only took us six years to do it. <laughs> it feels like six years. It's Something two and like a, that. it's almost two and a half years. Um but anyway, I am Scott Fish with me is Ryan McDowell. We've been known uh, for commissioning for over the years, uh, and we got together, started a podcast uh, to help other commissioners out. If you are new to the show, all our episodes are evergreen, which means you can do uh, what many people do and binge them. We love hearing about that. I'm trying to get better at writing the descriptions. I've been really good at it for the last, I don't know, dozen or so episodes. Um, One day I'll go back and do the old ones. But uh, we do commissioner listener questions, bad commission stories, interesting league ideas that people have sent us. Um, Those seem to be pretty popular. Um, And we answer answer just about every single email we get. And I have big news, Ryan. Big news Uh for Commission Impossible. Yes. So our Gmail is commishpod at gmail.com. And our Twitter used to be commishpodcast which always confused me. Like I never knew which one was right, which one. So uh, someone DM me the other day, you know, your bio says commission at commission pod. And it's, I think it's supposed to be at commission podcast. So I couldn't even get it right in my bio on Twitter. <laughs> and then I go to look and at commission pod in, in my bio was not linked, which oh. means it was unowned. Like it was owned before, but it's unowned now. So I took it. So now we're commish pod everywhere. Commishpod.com, commishpod at gmail.com, and at commishpod is our Twitter. So it's we just have one to keep track of now. How how's that? That's big news, right? That is that is good news. I, I didn't even try to keep up, so I'm, I'm glad you did that for us. <laughs> well, it always confused me on the show. I'd get to the saying the email and I'd say the wrong thing, but it's commishpod. Everywhere it's commishpod. So uh that's how you find us, commishpod on Twitter. Uh, let's get into the show, Ryan. We got some questions. We got some emails to answer. We've got a few. Yes. I should have written down some stuff that's going on recently that, uh, to talk about maybe next episode. Uh, do you want me to take the first one or, or do you want to take it? Uh, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I first one. It feels like it's been a, I've been talking for a while, so I know you need to be quiet. I need to shut up. <laughs> first question comes from Sean. We don't, we don't know where Sean's from. Sean says, Hey, CI Pod, love the show. Thank you, Sean. Uh, Not enough to tell us where he's from, apparently, though. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm just kidding. I sent you this question on Twitter. Most questions come from the uh, come on the pod from email. That's true. That's okay, true. here's this question: When taking a league vote for league changes, scoring, roster positions, etc., what per- percentage of the league is needed to make a change? Uh, I'm talking specifically about a redraft league here. That's good. With votes <laughs> happening pre-draft. I was going to say in dynasty voting on scoring and roster position changes. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a very rough area. So I'm glad that you're talking redraft. Yeah. Those, those are biggies uh, in, in dynasty, not uh, they're big in redraft as well, but at least everybody is, is on even footing pre-draft. Um, still, even though with, with those, those serious of and significant of, uh, changes to the league. I almost think you need 100%. I, I think Oof. you need, I think you need almost everybody on board. If you're talking about scoring or starting lineup, uh, you know, starting lineup uh, requirements, 
I don't know. It sounds we're, like you disagree. We're, yeah, we're going to be very different on this. Okay. One. <laughs> I like so, that. So uh, with Dynasty, I think it's 100%. I think, okay. I think if you're going to change scoring settings or roster, like it says roster positions, which I, I assume means like starting lineup. Um, people have prepared for years in Dynasty. They've built Dynasty teams specifically for that. I feel like that has to be a unanimous vote um, pretty much all the time. Um, but redraft leagues, I have a keeper league and we merely do majority. Um, it can't be like a six, six, it has to be seven, but we merely do majority and everyone seems fine with that. Um, if you want to go two thirds, that's fine too. I would say if you're going to do a vote, I I don't know that I would do it at the draft because you want to allow those teams that don't like the rule change to, you know, not be in the league anymore. But uh, since it's redraft and you're essentially starting fresh every year with your, with a new roster and everybody has time to prepare for the draft with the new changes, I'd recommend doing it, you know, long enough before the draft to uh, for, so people can prepare and people can decide if they want to be in the league. But I'm almost like, Majority definitely two thirds is 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 really good, but uh, at least majority obviously at least seven. But um, my vote would probably be yeah seven to seven to eight votes. Yeah, that's that's fair. Maybe maybe I can't get my head out of out of that dynasty uh, mindset, but I do like the idea and, and the suggestion of ensuring that you're voting far enough ahead of time pre draft to allow everyone to prepare. Actually, in my home league. Uh, which is a keeper league as well. We have a, a winter rules meeting. So yeah. everybody gets together. We, of course, we, we talk about the league. We talk about everything else. We play cards. We have a steak dinner. You know, it's, it's just another, Beautiful. just another excuse to, to get together and talk football and hang out. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, obviously it also serves uh, as a chance to talk about the league, about the rules and make those changes a couple of months ahead of time to give everybody uh, plenty of time mm-hmm. to, to adjust. I love that. I, I should put in mine is majority. So it is, you know, one more than, than the, than half the league, but it's also, we vote at the draft for the following year. Mm, okay. So it's, it's not like we're voting at the draft for, okay, now we're going to draft this way. We vote at the draft because everybody comes to the draft for like, if we're, you know, August of 2019, when we're doing it, we will vote for rules that will take effect in September of 2020. So that's definitely far enough in advance. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I you just gotta you just gotta give time for people to prepare. Um, so there it is. And yeah, yeah, I can in Dynasty, it's it's pretty much got to be 100 percent for those biggies. You know, little things yeah. are different, but those big ones. Oof. All right, second question. We do a live and in-person draft. I'm the commish. Two years ago, a person in my league asked if her friend could be in our league. I agreed because we needed a person. Anyway, last season, the friend wasn't in the league due to personal issues, but she wanted back in the league this season. I agreed because we needed a person. Original chick sends me a message on Twitter saying she is not cool with this chick anymore. Ooh. Ooh. How do you deal with people in your league not liking each other, especially if the draft is in person? That's that's from our good friend Casey. Um, oh yes, Casey yeah. Kasem from McKinney, Texas, on yeah. Twitter. Um, that who? <laughs> that's a tough one. Well, so, I, 
I think the the really difficult uh, aspect here is that the draft is in person. Right. Uh, if this is just an internet league, like a lot of the ones we're in, and there's people all over over the country, and you never come face to face with these people, I would just say suck it up. Um, but having the the in person draft, the live draft, is definitely a trickier uh, piece of this pie. What do you think, Scott? Um, so it doesn't sound like this second girl that wanted back in has any real connection to the league, except for the person who is no longer cool with her. Right. Um, so I would probably make, I don't know. I, I don't know. It depends on your, how much drama you make or whatever, but you could, you could make some excuse to tell this girl, Oh, you know, say, she, it looks like, it sounds like Casey's already told her she can be back in. Uh, I would make, I would probably send another email and say, make some excuse. Oh, I thought we had a spot. We don't, you know, this other person decided she's coming back and she's, she's going to stay in the league, whether it's true or not. And, uh, (laughs) and then find a new person. I don't think I would bring this person back if, if her only connection is the one person that doesn't get along with her anymore. Um, yeah. The the live draft, it, it is the live draft should really be the highlight of the year. Uh, as far as the fantasy league goes, right? I mean, that should yeah. be the big event. And and obviously we want it to be enjoyable and uh, for everyone to have a good time. And if this is going to cause that not to happen uh, for one or more people in the league, then I think you're probably right. Just try to find a way to uh, to remove her from the league, maybe yep. without lying even. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was gonna say that's why I said depends on how much drama you need or you you care about because uh, most of the time I'll just say I'll just say uh, you know I'll just I'll give a two sentence flat out uh, looks like we don't we we don't have room for you in the league or something like that you know yep. and, and just leave not, it at that. not a lot yeah that is that is generally my go to is the quick short I'm sorry kind of thing instead of a long drawn out thing, but is, it really depends. Is that coming. what, is that what a lot of people are going to get when it comes to SFB? Oh dear God. <laughs> I, and Ryan helps me with this. So he's seen the list. Well, he's seen most of the list. He's seen Sleepy. the list after I've shaved it, after I shaved it probably down by, I don't know, maybe half. Oh my goodness. Um, you, you've seen the, the whittled down half is, is, is what I got it down to. Um, I think I think there are about I don't know eleven hundred eleven thousand signups this year, something like that. Um, Unreal. Yeah. Uh, man, it's crazy. It, it it'll be here before you know it, Scott. I know. I'm 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 like a month behind normal stuff, but I always felt like I started all of that too early anyway. So it feels like this is about when invites should go out, like this week. Yeah, people so, are ready. Yeah, get a month and a half to prepare. With your crazy scoring, we need it. <laughs> I'm not changing much this year. I All think right. I'm making ne- one. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> Next question comes from Drake from Springfield, Missouri. He says, Scott and Ryan, you guys have completely changed the way I look at fantasy over the last year, and you inspired me to gr- get creative. Good. Thank you. It's very nice. Uh, yeah. I commissioned three dynasty leagues uh, here in Springfield, one of which is a contract bankroll league, uh, kind of a copycat of your all's leagues. Also participate in several others. Um, one thing about Fantasy Cares inspired me to think of a new idea I called San- Santasy. I like it. 
Football League. All right. I like it too. Uh, also had an uh, idea for a unique way to draft teams, uh, which really works well for a live draft. Here's what I came up with. I hope you enjoy. And some other listeners can take something from it. Um, hmm. All right. Maybe I wrote it below. Oh, yeah. I think I did write it, write it below. Here, let me let me describe this league for you, Ryan. Okay, uh, let's hear it. Cash price of five hundred dollars and one fifty to charity for to a charity of their choice for the for the winner. Uh, I like that. So basically, the following year, first, second, and third don't have to pay, and uh, yeah, basically, basically the winner gets to give one hundred fifty dollars to their charity, and second place gives fifty dollars to a charity. I like it. I like it a lot. It. Yep. Yep. It's sixteen team league. Uh, each person owns two franchises in the league. Um, that's interesting. But uh, yeah, uh, I like it. I like anything that incorporates charity. Absolutely. I'll have to edit that a little to make it mesh better. But uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Very good, Drake. Um, by the way, I just wanted to say he uh, is creating a contract bankroll league. I've heard that they work very well together, which I, I don't know how that works. I had someone I after we I think we mentioned in one of our episodes, maybe the dream episode, right? That they wouldn't work together. And then a guy by the name of Josh Crocker shot me a message. He's like, I do this. Uh, I I created one off of uh off of that and it it worked really well. Um he's gotta have some interesting rules to make that work, I would think though. Yeah, we we like, love we love any uh you know, any version of contract yeah. auction yeah. bankroll i'd kind of like to yeah i'd kind of like to hear how it works but all right ryan our next question uh probably not a question says ryan from fargo uh but i'm really interested in starting a salary cap contract type league with free agent auctions next year and i need some detailed information and this was you know within the last couple months so he is i don't know if next year means this summer or if it actually means next year but uh I need some detailed information on how they work and the different types. I'm fairly clueless. Can you point me in the right direction? I would like to learn everything as possible this season. So I know what I'm getting into next year. Okay. So yeah, he's, he's, he's planning well ahead, Ryan, where are you going to send our, 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 the other Ryan from Fargo? This is, is an easy one for me. I'm going to send them to Dan Myler, our buddy over at DLF, my co-host on the DLF podcast. Uh, Dan is actually in the middle of a series right now called Salary Cap Confidential, I believe is the name of it. It's uh, a good title. Two or three of those that have hit the site already. The last time I talked to Dan about this, he told me it was going to be at least a 10-part series. So he is covering, I'm sure, everything that that is – imaginable uh that a salary cap commissioner or uh, owner might run into um so i would definitely go check out dynastyleaguefootball.com look for dan myler's articles on salary cap there there really is uh i mean there's too much to get in, into here and you and i have both played salary cap but but dan really is the expert on this stuff yeah he loves it he absolutely loves it uh, want to hit the next one? I will. This is Walter from from Philly. Thanks, Walter. Uh, would you guys mind spending some time on uh, the best basic rules and settings to start up a relegation dynasty league and how to run one? Love the podcast. Thanks in advance. 
this is this is an easy one for me because I'm going to let you handle it. You've run these, <laughs> you've run these relegation leagues. Yep. I have not. Yep. So, so this one's all you. Made. So uh, j- basically, just set it up like any other dynasty league. Only you're going to need at least, obviously, at least two different divisions of what twelve teams potentially. Um, uh, tw- two twelve. Let's just start basic two twelve team divisions. Uh, it's going to have to be two copies. They can have separate drafts or a single draft to to disperse players. Doesn't matter. But in dynasty, the only issue is you need to because teams are going to move up into a different division and down into a different division, those players have to be able to be traded and transported between teams. Otherwise there's really no other way to do it. Um, at least cleanly. Uh, I think, you know, the, if you're asking this, you know, the basics of relegation, like the top one or two or three or whatever you decide, move into the top bracket and the bottom move into the bottom bracket. Uh, A couple things I would recommend on entry fee are you keep the entry fee the same for all 24 teams, but the top division gets more benefits, whether it's bigger prize pool or different prizes or whatever, um, that there should be incentive to move up, in, to, to want to try and move up into the bigger division. You can do different prize, different entry fees for each division. That's fine. I, I've seen that done in relegation leagues. I don't, I wouldn't do it personally. But uh, I've seen that. I've seen that as well. Um, but th- those are just kind of the basics. Just make sure, make sure you got one pool of players that you know can be traded amongst. Because you're going to end up with situations where the team moving up into the top division has Julio Jones, and there's already a team in that division with Julio Jones. So you need to be able to allow those to mix. Um, so I've got a couple questions. Just as as someone who's never run these types of leagues, you talk about two groups of 12, is it, uh, is it possible or is it a good idea to have more than two groups? Could you have three tiers or more? I have one that's four tiers and one that's six tiers. Oh my. Wow. Um, and honestly in doing that, I, I really learned that six tiers is too many. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it take, it would take you depending on how your relegation is set up. It could take you four years to get to the top bracket. I don't like that. Um, so is my, the initial is the initial year essentially just random as far as yep. which, which the, the initial year is random. Uh, well, the way I do it is the first year everybody's randomized and uh, you play it out. And after that first year, you see how many, I don't know, let's say we go by points. You take total points one to 24 and that makes your two divisions for the next year. Oh, okay. And gotcha. then, and then after that you use, you know, top two finishers move up, bottom two move down, whatever. And you can't trade across tiers. Uh, in in some you can, some you can't. That's okay. I I feel that's a complete preference. Call it. You have to allow the player pool to do that on MFL, but whether you allow it or not is another story. Because yeah. you you have to have the setting set to allow it, so that when you're in the next division, you can have two of the same player. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You you have to set it to multiple copies per it's a, yeah. So you have to have that setting whether or not you want to allow people to trade outside of the division that's that's a whole another story. That's that's just a preference call in my opinion. All right. Makes sense. Good stuff. <sighs> Honestly, man, that, think just thinking about that, that could that could run into some real interesting issues with a team trying to avoid 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 falling down. 
in one division trying to trade with the other division. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> or, what I was or, thinking. Yeah. That, that there could be some real, I, I don't, I don't know, good or bad. Like I could see it as someone, so I can see someone thinking that's a bad thing for the league. I can also see someone saying that's a really interesting strategy. So <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah, that could, that could cause some issues. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, do you want to hit the next one? I'm not sure what this is yet. Yeah. Uh, if I think it's your turn. Oh my gosh, it is. All right. Hi guys. Longtime listener from Mich- Michelle in Belgium here. Did I get that right? Uh, I don't know. World's best. Sound, mayor. Sounds good to me. World's best mayor, home of the world's best mayor, the first Korean Karelian school. I don't know what that is either. <laughs> Belgium's last European soccer cup winner. Okay, and one of the world's finest breweries. It's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff from uh, a lot of Mich- stuff going on there at Michelin, Belgium. Uh, <laughs> weirdly, I don't see his name anywhere here. A uh, long-time listener, though. I just love that we have listeners from Belgium. That's yeah, pretty, we have that's a lot cool. of international listeners. I'm playing in a 12-team Superflex with three team, three divisions of four teams each. Each team plays the other teams in its division twice, and the teams in other divisions once each. That's a very common setup, and I do really like that. If you're going to have divisions, I really like that setup. Uh, we voted in the offseason to expand the POs from four to six team. The POs. The playoffs. Playoffs. Oh my gosh. My brain is not there. (laughs) Thank you, Ryan. Originally division winners plus the team with the best record outside of those made the playoffs. Uh, So they had five before they had four before. Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. There was no vote on how playoff spots five and six would be attributed. And our commissioner wants to use the same rule best record. So basically it's three division winners and three best records. Yeah. However, it turns out one division is a lot stronger than the other two. The fourth place team has scored the most points. And then, then the number two in all the other divisions, which obviously puts teams in that division at a disadvantage compared to the other teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to argue including points scored would make it closer to best ball league. Yeah. Uh, not the case. Okay. So hey, I think... Is- I think I think he's just asking for our opinion. I think he wants us to convince it the other way. Um, how do you feel, Ryan? Well, we've talked many times on here that at the at the very least, the the final playoff spot should go to the team with the highest uh, the highest total points outside of those already in the playoffs. Uh, I know you have argued for at least two of those teams, maybe the you five know- and six seed, which. Is, you know, I'm fine with if it's one, I'm fine too. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, I've argued right. two before. Yeah, sure. Um, but we both agree at, at a very, at the minimum, it should be one team uh, with the with the highest points of those non-playoff teams. And I, I would I would be totally fine if it were two. I think the only way I could really get behind just the the division winners and then the the next three best records is if they're switching divisions every year. Mm. Uh, I think if if you're going to keep the same divisions constant from year to year, I, I really think you have to go with that that points playoff spot, at least one of those. Yeah. Okay. So he he wants to go three division winners, then fourth place is the best record outside of those. 
which I'm totally cool with. Um, and then fifth and sixth, uh, the our listener here wants fifth and sixth to be to be the highest points scored or best all play record, which I completely agree with him on. So I guess I yep. do have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did. Yeah, I, I'm that fifth place is interchangeable. I, fourth place to the best record. If you want fifth place to be best record and then sixth to points, fine. If you want fifth and sixth to points, fine. But at least one of those two has to be to most points. It's it it just gets the best team in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I totally I, agree. We took a very roundabout way of me being confused <laughs> to get there that I might edit to make me sound much better than that because that was really bad. <laughs> um, this next one, Ryan, is is yours to read. It's an IDP one, but it's not really an IDP one. Uh, I, I hope not. I won't no. be myself. <laughs> it's, no, it's it's yeah, it's about IDP, but the the question isn't really about IDP. All right. This is from Mike in Fort Bragg. Mike says, Hey guys, love the show. Thanks for all you do. Recently joined my first IDP league where the scoring for IDP was pretty high. Uh, four points per sack, two tackle, one for assisted tackle, four uh, for passes defended. Uh, the commish drafted Quentin Dunbar, uh, defensive back for the Redskins. For some reason on the sleeper app, it gives him wide receiver eligibility but that couldn't be seen until after he was drafted with the scoring. It makes him a wide receiver one since he plays defense. And in the four years he's been in the NFL, he's never played receiver, although he was one in college. Uh, He's got one catch for 31 yards on a play (laughs) in four years in the NFL. I love it. Uh, The commission owns the guys defending himself saying he just did his research. I think it's an unfair advantage uh, since during the draft, you look at this player profile it just says cornerback eligible what do you guys think this is a fun one yeah it sure. is, you see how it's not really an idp question yeah so i get my typical answer is we defer to league site eligibility yep. um and and what what they're what the players are listed as i've actually never played on sleeper so i can't really um speak really speak much to that site but i know on mfl you can see what position the the player is uh it, it is eligible for obviously before you draft so to me it if this was not visible somehow sounds like the commission just played in another league that had um yeah. That, yeah where he had the chance to find this out somehow um it does feel a little unfair. It does. If, if, if this is the story, if, if it was at all visible, it, it feels like he should be okay with it, but also like sleeper. Come on. <laughs> I mean, let's, yeah. let's not have yep. him wide receiver eligible, but uh, this, the, the other side is if I'm a commish, I'm not playing him as a wide receiver. No, I mean, you're, you're really, you're asking for it here, right? Like, like it, 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 and there are people who say a commission shouldn't hold themselves to higher. They should be exactly like other players would do. And then there are people that say commissions kind of have to hold themselves to a slightly higher standard to, to set an example. You know um, I'm in the boat. I'm closer to that second boat. Mm-hmm. And in this one, I think it's very, I, I could, I could not play him as a wide receiver, <laughs> you know, no, no way. Um, I mean, obviously in IDP, you deal with uh, p- 
position eligibility a ton and, and players are changing from defensive ends to linebackers and cornerbacks to safeties and, uh, and things like that really all the time. Right. Especially in the off season, but talk about a scoring system that makes a CB and a wide receiver one CBs are so turnable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is, this is pretty crazy. Um, I don't know. Is this, is this worth leaving the league over? Do you think? Uh, probably not, but yeah, I, I, that's what I thought. Like it's, uh, it's, it's just, I, I, I wish the commissioner would, would, you know, <laughs> I think I would, I would reach out if I'm, if I'm Mike here, I would reach out to sleeper as well. And just, you know, let them know this. I mean, this could be a mistake for all, you know, this, this guy's never played yeah. wide receiver in the NFL. It just doesn't yeah, make sense. It really does sound like the, if the commission is being truthful and saying that he did his research, it really sounds like the commission must have just um, played in another league on the app and noticed it and was uh, exploiting the the yep. small loophole, which is, I mean, it, yeah, that's a rough situation. I wouldn't do it as a commission. I'd reach out to sleeper. I would hope that commission would be better and not do it. Oh, wow. My phone never goes off. <laughs> the only reason my phone goes, I have notifications off always, but um except for my wife. So uh, I really get mistress. Sorry. We're not much help on this. Are we Mike from Fort Bragg? Well, we, we agree with Mike that it's, yes, we agree with Mike. That's it. Yeah. I I guess, I guess that's what we're saying. (laughs) What do you think? We agree with you that it's unfair. We think the commission shouldn't be doing this, but I like, it's not worth queen the league over. It's not, it's, I'd reach out to sleeper. I, I really feel like the commission shouldn't be playing that, that guy as a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we want to answer one or two more? Or do we want to cut it off and make a new one, Ryan? Uh, it's your call. Let's, let's cut it off here and make a new one. All right. All right. Thank you for listening to another commission impossible. We're going to stop here and record another one. So you're going to have a couple of these coming your way uh, soon, hopefully. So, uh, so get ready to put those in your ear holes, right, Ryan? That's right. <laughs> All right. For Ryan McDowell at Ryan MC 23 on Twitter and myself, Scott fish 24 on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.